Hello everyone. You should know that I thought this episode was slightly dull, but I will say that the podcast is anything but. Some guy in Austin and I tend to go off-roading with our thoughts when the storylines are a little too predictable, and today's recording showcases how we are masters of a tangent. While discussing Brayden's Zero Dark Thirty scarf and Dotton's likability, we also deep dive into important topics such as Did anyone glisten in the sunlight like the Cullens? Would you rather skydive or bungee jump? Is the legend of Bigfoot also a metaphor for marriage? And what do we think about Jerry Gary, the Golden Bachelor? I personally think his season is going to be epic. Bring on the polygrip and shuffleboard. Hey everyone, I'm Lindsay and welcome to the I Hate Green Beans podcast. During each episode, I'll be discussing television, movies, music, and books with friends who love pop culture as much as I do. For those of you wondering, yes, we will be talking about the Bachelor franchise. And no, I do not want to try your grandmother's famous green bean casserole recipe. But thanks for offering. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. It's episode 306 of the I Hate Green Beans podcast. I'm your host, Lindsay. I'm here with some guy in Austin to talk about Charity's journey to find love. And it seems like she's just kind of getting rid of some of our problem children this week. Would you agree with that? I agree. As she said in episode one, she's not afraid to take out the trash. Um, I would not. I would note that uh, I was very excited to find out that like myself, and you've mm-hmm. known this about me for many years, that Jesse Palmer Palmer is also a notable Bigfoot enthusiast. <laughs> so those are the two things that stand out: taking out the trash, and we're in Skamenic or Skamania County. Uh huh. Um, I've done some hiking in the Cascades. I was just about to say, why don't you <laughs> tell everybody your love and adoration of? Bigfoot. Yeah, I well, I've talked about this before, I believe, but mm-hmm. I, yeah, I've I've always been fascinated with Bigfoot, even when I was a kid. And uh, you know, it's it's gotten a little ridiculous because a lot of these shows, the, the the show they call Finding Bigfoot, should be called Not Finding Bigfoot. <laughs> and then you know, there's all kinds of documentaries, and very few of them are kind of credible. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I want to mm-hmm. believe in Bigfoot, and sure. uh, I'm I'm always rooting for him to Gosh. evade everybody. <laughs> but I did go hiking in uh, in. Uh, in the Cascades, which is, mm-hmm. I believe, where they were in Washington State. And yeah. uh, I looked, you know, up and High down, all over, yeah, all over the place <laughs> and uh, couldn't find them. <laughs> if anybody could, it would be you or Jesse Palmer. So, well, and I saw he's uh, doing know, a great job of being elusive. I, well, there was a kind of a Bigfoot cameo. I don't know if you mentioned that or you saw that, but when, when they at were the end? Yeah, at the end, yeah. But um, <laughs> the thing that I, it struck me most is that. You know, forget about bungee jumping off bridges and all that stuff. <laughs> the best metaphor for this show is Bigfoot. <laughs> I mean, let's hear it. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a bunch of people. More. Yeah, it's just one particular person searching, you know, aimlessly around for something that likely doesn't exist. I mean, and even if it does, it just doesn't want to be found. It's a perfect metaphor. For this show, <laughs> oh man, it was a it was a 
um, would you say slightly boring episode? It was predictable is what I think. That's a great way to put it. Everybody knew Braden was going to go out in flames. We just didn't know, you know, the manner Mm -hmm. it would happen. And Mm -hmm. uh, he came back, blah, blah, blah. You know, like everyone Mm -hmm. knew that was happening when he's like, I think the door is still open or whatever. Mm, It's not. He did wait. I will give him credit. I think this was planned. He did wait uh, for this episode to uh, to display his most ridiculous accessories. I mean, <laughs> the zero dark thirty scarf, the you know the Indian earrings or whatever those the carnival were. earrings. I mean, it looked and like he was wearing man bun was yeah. in the best scrunchie it could be. Yeah, I mean, it looked like he was wearing dream catchers on his ears and his glasses but that's just the rule is that whenever you go and you accessorize you look in the mirror and you take off one thing and he did not do that he's a little too accessorized did you know that my glasses are very similar to his which is i don't know what that says about me but um, what is what what are they i can't remember black squares no they're, they're they're very similar to his except they don't have like a gold nose thing mine are the same frames they're just a little bit different color but okay. uh, I, I don't know what that says about me i might have to get rid of them know. now or get a man scarf exactly yeah maybe i should do that or, <laughs> Zero or dark when 30 I'm, is very manly. <laughs> yeah or when i'm interviewed in the woods i'll just take my shirt off for no apparent reason that was i mean did you understand that <sighs> it's so annoying that he has to be this is what this is what's going to set me apart is just being able to withstand the temperature yeah. and the cold and i don't need a jacket in fact i don't need a shirt yeah. and so slowly as the date goes on he removes items of clothing to prove that he can handle freezing cold temperatures because yeah. we did see people's breath yeah and when he they also were outside did Hey everybody, it's Lindsay here, and this is when some guy in Austin's audio just cut out. So I'm going to do my best to try to quickly tell you what we talked about in the six minutes that is missing. Here we go. Okay. Clearly, I think he's saying something funny. I have no idea what he's saying, though. But I, it cracked me up. So listen to me laugh. Oh, and say the word sure. Cool. I would imagine mushroom number one, berry number two. Oh, I remember now his whole thing was, if you're in the woods, don't eat mushrooms. And then we were trying to decide what was the worst thing you could eat. And I said, mushroom number one, berry number two. Because berries can kill you pretty quickly. If I learned anything from Hunger Games, it was that. That is a true statement. Way to go, Lindsay. Did he glisten in the sunlight? Totally remember this. This is us discussing that if there were any vampires among the group, and if they took off their shirt like Braden did in the woods, he did not glisten in the sunlight, so that means he was not a vampire. He could have been a wolf, though. Then we went off on some tangent about Taylor Lautner and never wearing his shirt, and that was really funny. Okay, let's let's keep talking about this group date. It was It was the second one, but since we're here, I want to tell everybody that she has them... Uh, traipse through the woods, and here comes a tiny subsect troop of Girl Scouts who (laughs) really were terrifying. I kept trying to look and decipher if they were actresses or if they just got plucky girls from the troop. My co-host thinks they are demon children. Yeah, she understood the assignment, which was 
you have five minutes to go forge through the forest and find something for Charity to eat. The The girls also asked the boys, who would you eat first if you had to survive? And everyone answered Brayden. This is what we call a red flag. This is the moment when we tangent on what the guys were wearing. Yeah. Flannel. (laughs) Yes, they were handed the REI catalog or whatever and lands in (laughs) and said, hey, if you had to go forge for food in the woods, what would you want to be wearing? And they got it for him. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of thermal with a vest and flannel. A lot of layers, except for Brayden again. He just kept removing his, well, he had one layer and he removed it. But yeah, mm-hmm. It was a good time. But Aaron wins his time at the kissing tree, which was literally standing beside a tree and kissing. And now we are back to our regularly scheduled recording. This is the moment that some guy looked down and said, hey, it says I'm not recording anymore. So we only missed six minutes, but I helped you through it. Enjoy the rest, everyone. Sorry about that. So Charity walks in. She's very angry at all of the bickering that's going on. For some reason, Sean has been folded into this conversation. I don't know why, but Aaron and Brayden have always been bickering at each other. And finally, she says, I need you to come with me to Brayden. And so they have another little, what's upsetting you? Why don't you believe that I like you? This is Charity talking. And Brayden just keeps saying over and over again, I like that you're with other people. And this is really hard. And finally, Charity just says, okay, well, I'm not in a position to fix you so sayonara you can go now bye yeah a little self-awareness she said this is my my last relationship (laughs) and the whole i mean the rest of the the rest of the roster they don't care who gets the date rose they don't care what happens next they are so excited that brayden is not there and the boys i mean she does have a cocktail party afterwards ish the boys do try to comfort her i think and um which She's, is what you should do when the when the um, the um, the bachelorette is in distress. You I think so too. Always I try to comfort so her, or you should say, "Hey, do you want to be comforted, or do you want to laugh?" And right. then she gets to decide. Because as a man, you never say, "Well, let me fix your problem." Like I think <laughs> generally, most women don't want to hear that. They just, you know, it's so funny. It's like when you've been married for a while, you can just call that out, like when Mrs. Some guy is complaining about something, yeah. I'll sit there and listen. And then I say, you want me to fix your problem or you just want to complain? <laughs> and she will literally go, I just want to complain. I'm like, yeah. fine. Do what? it. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. I'm here for you. Exactly. And, you and you go, what? Yeah. No. How did no. that make you feel? <laughs> yeah. No, usually my response is something like, why would you even worry about something oh. like that? You know, like, <laughs> You have no idea. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Okay, so so let's move on to the two one-on-one dates that she had. One was uh, Doughton, who uh, she took a leap of faith with. Home run, man. He did great. He did do great. Everybody guessed what they did. They bungee jumped. Let's say (sighs) you had the opportunity slash you signed a waiver that you had to bungee jump. You have to. Would you want... To be by yourself or in tandem with someone else? 
if you had I, to go? Well, so the, the two thoughts occur to me. Okay. If, if it was in tandem, you know, and, and the thing like snapped, you'd potentially have enough time to like roll over and put that person below you and smush that person to potentially save yourself. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that that's one advantage that's to, a, to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, it's, it's like, marriage. Hey, you took a leap of faith. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you tricked me into marrying you and you're going to get squashed if the bungee thing breaks. Um, or alone. Yeah. I think you could be alone with your own kind of set of fears and anxieties. Mm. Um, that was a, that was a big bridge. Yes. Uh, that they jumped off of. And he, they both seemed, um, reticent. Yes. Um, and they both did it anyway. So yeah, I mean, and then of course we had the metaphor talk, which we always do. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it was good. And then we, uh, I think he, we learned that ahead. it was Dotton's biggest fear is yeah, heights. The funniest was when they were in mm-hmm. when they were in they were in Charity's quote unquote Jeep. Mm-hmm. Um, th- when they were driving there, he actually mentioned like I don't know what we're doing today, but I'm really afraid of heights. And I thought <laughs> bun- bungee jump. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they did. But, uh, w- w- would you rather jump out of a plane or bungee jump? Oh, we had this discussion. Yeah. I think, um, I think a plane. Yeah. I, I, I've actually done, I've actually been skydiving before mm-hmm. and I had no, absolutely no fear. I mean, of course it crosses your mind, you know, yes. but, um, but I wasn't anxious or anything. I was, I was excited to yeah. do it. And yeah, there's that moment when you let go of the plane, you think, man, I hope this thing opens. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, it was fun. But I, yeah, I just, there's something about being that close to the ground and looking down yes, as opposed to being way up where it's really just kind of this conceptual thing that if your chute doesn't open, cause there's a lot more stuff that has to go wrong. I think in a skydive, Mm. For you to for you to be done mm-hmm. than, than a bungee a jumping, bungee, yeah. And uh-huh. they went twice, which I think is a first in Bachelor history that they yeah. you did, they leapt in a moment of yeah. faith, and they dangled and they kissed upside down, and they loved it so much they went back and did it again for a second. I always time. feel like um, they're going to develop glaucoma or something. <laughs> that long. <laughs> I Maybe. feel like that should be on the release. You know, like. <laughs> One of the, I'm sure it is. They are also, <laughs> uh, Dotton had s'mores for the first time in his life. Big day for yeah, Dotton. I don't think, um, to be fair, I mean, I can't see a situation in Nigeria where a s'more would be appetizing. I mean, it's a thousand <laughs> degrees there all the time, as far as I know. Sure. They did have some fun bonding moments during dinner. He made her cry just with his his story about how he got from Nigeria to America and kind of felt like a little bit of an outsider and charity, not in the same way, but she could relate a little bit about feeling like an outsider. And so they just bonded, like you said, he hit it out of the park and then ended up in a hot tub. So it, all the, all the bachelor tropes were ticked off in this date and he did a great job. And I think she likes him. Does she like him like him? I don't think so. I think See, she is, thinks he's wonderful and great and a gentleman and so sweet and so kind and says, so, 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 but we have this thing called a spark and I don't think she feels it. This is where women go wrong. Mm-hmm. This is why they date rock stars and, yeah. you know, that kind of thing because they want the excitement and all that. If that's the case, then go date Braden. But mm-hmm. if you want a grounded guy that's going to, you know, love look, you. <laughs> right. Provide, Cherish you. Right. Provide, provide for home. you. Yeah, right. <laughs> take care of you, uh, respect your career, like yes. all those things that she's looking for. 
then he's probably your guy. It um, is a also- it is a thing now that I am I am around in my job. I am around younger people, mm-hmm. and there is a that is um, a default that this person is great, great, great. I just don't feel a spark, yeah, and I no, have a, a hard time. I understand that you need to be attracted to the person. I get that. But the whole idea of, um, you know, are you waiting for that spark? Are you, is, is the spark a real thing? Um, is a spark a thing for just some people and not no. other people? What do you well, think? Oh, look, I think here's the deal. I think, I think you're much better off with jet fuel than you are with kerosene. And let me explain what I mean by that. <laughs> I would love for you to. Because a long, a long-term, steady, solid relationship mm-hmm. should be a slow burn. You know, yeah. it should you, you shouldn't be like, you know, yelling and screaming at each other one minute and hugging and kissing the next minute. That's yeah. that's the kerosene. Yeah, marriage is not really a um, a prerequisite to anything anymore. I yeah, mean, people are perfectly perfectly happy not being married. But um, anyway, I just think, like I not said, not charity. I think, Right. Well, Terry definitely <laughs> wants to be married, and Doton seems like he'd he be a does good dude. Too. I agree. He, what is he? Does he, does he do something? What's his career? And he have like a biology guy or something, or is that the other guy? That's Xavier. His, I can't because remember his mom what, had MS. Yes, yeah, his, I can't yeah. remember what Doton does. But um, to your point, I I totally agree with you. She might view him more of as a friend, mm-hmm. but I think again, that's the jet fuel versus the whatever. You know, you need a slow burn, someone who's slow and steady, and you can grow with over time and build a family and a life, and someone who's going to care about you and whatever. Yeah, and he seems to be in that category. Whereas you got a chotch like Braden. Um, it's you know, it's crazy is that she actually seemed to struggle whether to send that guy home or not. <laughs> Braden, I mean, yeah, yeah, it's like. She gave him a hundred chances and she seemed somewhat conflicted about it until the very end. And I thought, well, I, you know, how much more evidence do you need that this guy's an idiot? But yeah, for, again, for real, yeah. I will say, um, you are right. I'm looking at our cheat sheet that we have in the show notes and he is an integrative medicine specialist. Well, that sounds complicated. <laughs> it does. <laughs> He doesn't have very many followers on Instagram, which just means another, again, another, normal another guy, yeah, normal guy, wonderful, who just happens yeah. to be seven foot four, folds himself into that little jeep and couldn't be happier. We said this last week. He's so genuine. He's just happy yeah. to be there. Yeah. He's happy to hang out with the guys. He's happy to go on the dates. He's happy to travel around. He's just delighted. Yeah, and he's he seems um, secure. You know, mm. like he's not worried about. The nonsense. Yes. So yeah, it's, I mean, I, I, he's my favorite. I think I, I, uh, for a lot of reasons. But would he I be gr- eaten alive in paradise? He's not going to paradise. You don't think um, so? No, I think he's above that. Okay. Braden will be in paradise for sure. Oh no, my no gosh! That, yes, that guy's he will probably be. already oh, on he's the plane. There, he is yeah. scoping it out shirtless right now as yep. we speak. Uh, I, I brought up paradise, which made me think of another thing. How do you feel? about our new golden bachelor named either Jerry or Gary. Well, listen. Is it Gary? I was, I think it's Jerry, I think. Is it Jerry? G-E-R-R-Y? G-E-R-R-Y, like geriatric, Jerry? Yeah, like geriatric. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So what surprised me about the golden bachelor is not that there's a golden bachelor, (laughs) but that he's 71. He's 70. Yeah. One, I need you to react on how you feel about watching Jerry, the 71-year-old, find love. Yeah. 
I just can't wait for the shuffleboard date. <laughs> um, the, Jerry will be in bed by nine o'clock. <laughs> um, you know what I think they should do? It would be great if I were producing the show. Tell me. Okay, so there'd be thirty women. You'd have twenty of them who were sixty-five plus, mm-hmm. and then you'd then I'd have a bunch of thirty-year-olds and oh, just see what gosh. happens. That would be so great. There has to be a forty-something thrown yeah, in there's there that be they're a, all yeah. mad about. In yeah. my head, because it's the Bachelor franchise, the Golden Bachelor was going to be fifty. In my head, that's what I it was know. Be. That's what I was thinking, like 50, 55, something like that, where you know, you got a little runway left. Right. <laughs> you know, I mean, you're 71, you better get moving on those dates. I mean, right. Yeah. Yeah. You think they would have like the, the last will and testament date where they like show up at a <laughs> lawyer's office and she helps Jerry plan his estate? <laughs> well, when we first saw Jerry, it was from behind, and they hadn't revealed his face yet. He and looks much younger than seventy-one. Though. Yeah, he's not, true. Yeah, he's not, he doesn't look like Joe Biden shuffling to the Air Force One. I mean, he looks—he <laughs> definitely looks younger than seventy-one. But he—but they were—they were, they were um, particular on making sure his hearing aids showed, mm-hmm. which is he's when we all kind of went, "Wait a minute." You know what the best part about that is? Is it would be great to just like when all the women are bickering to just watch him take out a smartphone and like lower his hearing aids. <laughs> <laughs> Today's well, date is gardening. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's um, Jerry. I'm looking at my text thread now with my bachelor people and um, our friend Amy. She said, I just watched the promo video. And it's pronounced Gary. Oh, okay. so but then here's here's what our our friend Susan said. I'm just going to read the text straight out. She said, "So what are the drinking game trigger words going to be for the Golden Bachelor? Take Viagra. a shot. Oh, she has that on here. Take a <laughs> shot every time there's a reference to a senior discount, cardiovascular health, um, an active lifestyle, Cialis." colonoscopies, divorce or my ex, boomer, and companion. I, I think would it's going to be good. I would add something like uh, new chapter, you know, <laughs> sunset of your life, something like that. <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I, don't, I hate to be like, the, I hate to be morbid, but I mean, I know. you know. Our, what, friend, what our friend Blake, who I don't think is yet 30, he says, no offense if you're over 30 on this text thread. <laughs> But I'm scared of the making out that's going to happen. <laughs> and then our friend Emily said, what about the fantasy suites? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And then we, then Susan, again, our funny comedian, she says, there's going to be so much sex. Nobody in this case is saving themselves for the right anything. <laughs> <laughs> and then Amy said, there's no fear of pregnancy. <laughs> that's true. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, unless it's Abraham and Sarah kind of thing going on. <laughs> I, uh, so the thing, I think oh what I said gosh. to you is, are you I watching? Think, I'll be watching. I'll be watching on? too. I can't wait. Yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm really rooting curious. for Gary. I am rooting for Gary. What about, uh, and then you get, you get Gary's 50 year old kids on there. Going, we just hope our dad, uh, we just hope our dad's Maybe happy. Maybe his grandkids will be on yeah. the real bachelor bachelorette. That'd it's be crazy. awesome. He is a widower. Yeah. So he doesn't have an ex-wife, but he has kids and lives um, in an I state. Indiana, Iowa, Illinois, one of those. Yeah. 
Um, what was I going to say? Um, yeah, I mean, look, I'll watch it and see what happens, but I agree. I, I, there's, there's only so much bachelor I can take and I would, you know, <laughs> rather have attractive younger women and men to look at than, you know, bumping around. I, I mean, how are they going to get like, just th- think about the, the logistics. Like you can't give a bunch of seven year olds bunk beds to sleep. No, in. you cannot. Yeah, what, I mean, <laughs> Somebody falls out, it's all over, man. You think that you know that it'd be the first like real ambulance trip to the mansion? The swag bag would be like, yeah. I mean, the swag bag would be like the life thing, like life alert, poly grip, (laughs) yeah. The life alert where they fall, they can't get up, they had to push it. I yeah. love old people with my whole heart. And so, so who's I'm hosting? Excited. Um, Morgan I know Freeman? This. No, 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 no. <laughs> I think somebody said, I might be wrong, but I think it's Ben Higgins. Really? It's not Jesse. He can't do all the things. And maybe it's because they're trying to make a little bit more money. So they're both being filmed at the same time. Maybe, maybe Jerry is in the mansion mansion while everybody else is in paradise. Yeah. Well, good. All right. So, well, look, and I have no forward. idea when it's, when it's coming out. I have, yeah. I don't you think Jerry's going to like pick the girls up on the, for the one-on-one date in like a 1988 Buick Regal. <laughs> <laughs> no, he has cooler cars than that. Vintage. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll, I'll watch. Maybe we can do a, a bonus, uh, a bonus, post or something For sure. yeah well uh, let's talk sure. about the last one-on-one which we don't have a lot to talk about because it's xavier and yeah. it was great i think the the thing the tick in the negative column for xavier when it comes to charity's perspective is that he appears and responds and acts like who she's always dated which I'm thinking is a bad thing in her mind. She She's said trying that a hundred times. A hundred times. Yeah, she clearly however, has some issues. Yes. However, at dinner, though, whenever he said, I went into my career, he has a PhD, everything, because his mom has MS, and he's doing everything he can to help mm. her, she turned that around and thought, oh, I usually date people who look and act like you, but they don't have maybe the heart that you have. Right. So he's he's... I think she's brought him into the fold now. Yeah. And then to be fair, I think, look, there are universal qualities that, you know, people have. And I think because she's so sensitized to whatever happened in her last relationship, maybe she's seeing those, mm-hmm. you know, as, as red flags when they're really not. He seems like a decent enough guy. He's obviously very smart and he's, he's, um, motivated and driven. You know, he's not a travel nurse shopping right. for scarves <laughs> on his day off. Um, <laughs> But they do the they do sort of the downtown Stevenson mm-hmm. roam around town date. Yeah, um, eat this, experience this. Their, yeah, jam with their feet. Jam with their feet. The pears. Um, yeah. Let me ask you this: When was the last time? Well, I have two questions. One: okay. When was the last time you bob for apples? Mm-mm. Not yeah. since COVID. <laughs> right. Well, and then really, mine has been like I was maybe eight years five. Old. <laughs> Yeah, like as soon as you're old enough to realize how disgusting that is. I mean, you stick your head in like a trough Blech. to begin with, yeah. and then you got to pin the apple on the wall and get your mm. teeth in Mm-mm. it, get that water in your mouth. Mm-mm. I mean, Mold. and then somebody else goes right behind nope. you and does Mm-mm. the same thing. Mm-mm. Yeah, so I that is not an activity I would partake in, Amen. even even on a date. Um, but they seem to have fun. I mean, they're giggling and you know, yeah. canoodling yeah. as it were. It was great. Um, 
They had a good time. And then we get to the rose ceremony. And that is, uh, so right now you should know that Joey, I forgot to say in the group date, Joey got that rose. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, Dotton has one, Xavier has one. And so she's getting rid of three people, which feels like a lot at this, this point in the game. And so everybody, mostly Sean and the wrestler and John are all saying, this is a really big cocktail party. I've got to spend quality time. This is my last, this is my Hail Mary. In walks Brayden. Yeah. In walks yep. Brayden. Yeah. And that's whenever he kind of takes over everything. And Charity isn't having it. How awkward was it when he walks in and John and Charity are making out hard with yeah. smacky noises and everything. And he just sits there and stares at him until John yeah. realizes, oh, look. A little creepy. Very creepy. And, and then and, and then he, he sits down with Charity and John has to go off and say, Oh, he stole him away. I can't believe this. And everybody's mad that Braden's taking up more time. And Charity said he says to Charity, It's not you. And she went, I know it's not me. <laughs> Which I thought, yeah. that was great, yeah, Charity. Exactly. Good for yeah. you. Good for you. And then they put him on some sort of um van that bachelorettes use whenever they're going around in Vegas. That's what they put Mm -hmm. him on as his rejection. And, and my question to you as a lawyer, what do you think that everybody's mad at Brayden? He goes out the boys follow. They kind of puff up again. You're not a man. You're not a man. Nobody throws a swing though. Do you think that there's some sort of clause in their contract that, forbids them from throwing a swing lest something really bad happens. Probably. I mean, there's probably a morals clause in there to, to a degree. I hate to use the word morals, but that, yeah, I mean, I mean, obviously committing a crime would be a mm-hmm. reason for being kicked off the show oh, I on guess. camera. So, yeah. Yeah. But I don't, I'll look, I don't think there's just a here. lot of, mm, mm. Yeah. And I, and I oh, don't get my face, man. Don't get my face, man. And I kept going, well, punch him. Get him out of yeah. your face. What are you talking yeah. about? But yeah, just that never happened. She just grabbed scarf and choked him. him out of there. Oh, yeah, okay. Exactly. <laughs> so now we have only six dudes left. We have only like the- six dudes. Yes. The people who went home were John, which was super surprising to me because Sean did not go home. He got a rose. And then the wrestler and then that yacht captain guy whose name... I never Michael. remembered Michael. Michael. Good. Thank you. Um, the yacht captain, the wrestler, and John. I mean, we have left Joey, Dot, and Xavier, who all got roses during dates. And then Aaron, which we knew, he got the kissing tree. And then Tanner and Sean. I told you Tanner was flying under the radar. She likes him. We'll see what happens. I, but he's I mean, not going to win, but she likes him. Yeah. So if you had to pick the four for hometowns, who would it be? Joey, Dot, and Xavier, and Aaron. Agreed. Unless yep. Tanner just somehow, you know, Xavier may drop a ball. Aaron may drop a ball because I don't know if Aaron has personality. Yeah, no. So, yeah, you're right. We're at the point now where they've got to kind of swim on their own. They can't rely mm-hmm. on the mistakes of others, mm-hmm. you know, because mm-hmm. Braden has been a big smokescreen. Let's be honest. She yeah. hasn't really had time to focus on anybody but that idiot. Um, yeah. So now that he's gone, you know, you got to you got to make your mark. Yeah, and you're right. I don't think any of those guys, but Tanner's got to be the most boring him in the, the, was is that, is it Sean? Name? Maybe. No, let me look. I'm just going to look. I'm right here. John, what does John do? 
John is the data scientist. Okay, and who's the lawyer that Sean that, is a software sales rep? I don't know who the lawyer is. Yeah, I think he got sent home. I don't know. I, I'm confusing these. That that that's how generic they are <laughs> at this point. That you you're confusing them. But, Joey uh, is a tennis pro. Okay, that's, <laughs> in know. Hawaii. How is that going to work? I don't know. That would be a nice year vacation for her. You yeah, know, but she's not there. leaving what she knows and all her clients and her family in Georgia. No, there's probably plenty of pretty emotionally troubled people in Hawaii. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think she's going to do it. It's always like the healthiest state, the healthiest state, the happiest state, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Always Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, Doughton is from New York and Aaron is from, hold on, that's the firefighter. I don't care where he's from. Aaron is from San Diego. No. So she might move to the LA, California area. I don't think she's show business material. I don't think she, she is either. Do you think they're going to put her on Dancing with the Stars? No, she's, she's not very exciting. She's, she's not very exciting. I don't she's know. She's not very exciting. We'll see. We'll I think see. she just wants to, you know, like um, uh, our Shawcross guy, whatever his name was, mm-hmm. Zach. Zach, uh, there you go. You got it. Yeah, you pulled that from the depths. The, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're still together, allegedly. Good, uh, but they're not moving in together. That's what I heard last. But I don't oh know. I no, was, yeah, um, her starter, her little starter home with the IKEA furniture is going to have to do for now. <laughs> the partially put together and that IKEA huge furniture. plant. Yeah, that was a big well, old look, plant. I mean, accessories are important, and look, oxygen is important too. You, mm-hmm. you, you know, you've got to process. How many the plants do you own in your home? Um, I don't own any. Mrs. Some guy has quite a few. Um, okay. we have ferns on either side of the door that apparently have to be taken out back and watered a lot. I was about to say, um, <sighs> we have, uh, begonias. Okay. We have, um, uh, we have uh, various spices like, uh, um, like herbs. I said spices, but herbs like, herbs. um, basil, basil mm-hmm. and cilantro, rosemary. rosemary. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. grow that. And then tomatoes. I have a big tomato plant. Um, okay. <laughs> Um, this sounds like the geriatric golden bachelor. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to go buy some fertilizer and uh, sit on my swing after I'm. Then I'm going to read my book. Yeah. Which is I an mean, actual book. Yeah. <laughs> it's not on a Kindle. Do you think. And go that, to bed uh, at nine. You know what I bought from Amazon yesterday? What's that? Um, blood builder because it's, apparently the, I have no, that? I have no iron. <laughs> In my body. <laughs> well, did you know? Well, you know what you're at risk. I want you to Google this. You know what you're oh, at risk. No. Google iron deficiency pica, and pica is um, where this is. It's a real disorder where people have iron deficiency and they eat dirt and rocks. Oh, it's a real thing. No. Look at pica, p i c a. Yeah, look it up. It's a real condition. <laughs> I don't want to. But whenever <laughs> Just, I if you realized... ever feel the overwhelming need to eat dirt, go to the doctor. I was talking to Laura the other day and she said, Hey, can you get me some calcium? And I went, Yeah, I need to go get God. me some blood builder. <laughs> anyway, I'll get you some calcium. And then we both wrote back that grandma emoji in our phone because yeah, we're there. No, Maybe I should sad. date Jerry Gary. You'd be a good a good candidate, I'm sure. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think maybe you can, and then you could hire Braden as his traveling nurse <laughs> to go with him wherever he you. <laughs> Assistance. <laughs>
guys, thanks for listening and thanks for being cool. I think you're cool. I'm assuming you're cool about all the technical difficulties. Huge thanks to some guy in Austin for hopping back on and recording once we realized we weren't recording. Make sure to check out that handy dandy cheat sheet. I used it today during the podcast. It's in the show notes. It has links to all the contestants' Instagram accounts so you can properly stalk them. Remember, one of the best things you can do to support a podcast is to review the show on iTunes. It would be an honor if you headed over there and left us your thoughts. Make sure to follow me on all the socials. You can find me at Lindsay on Twitter and at Lindsay Ray on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to check out my real books, Why I Hate Green Beans, and It's a Love Story. You can find them wherever books are sold. Y'all stay safe, have courage, and be kind out there and tour together again. Love you, mean it. Texas forever. Texas forever.